This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Pat and Stu, 888-727-BECK. 888-727-BECK is our uh, happy Halloween phone number. Also, uh, this is this is kind of interesting. That's always our phone number. Pat. Yeah, but it's it's especially true today on uh, on Halloween. Equally true. Equally. Is what I would say. Especially. I would say especially As, as true. true as other days that we do the show. And even more so on this particular special But special the same about Halloween. Uh, Fox News is going to uh, interview, and, and this never happens because these guys are, are uh, well, they, they keep their identities fairly private, secret, um, but Fox News somehow has landed the interview with the actual, now, somebody came out a year or two ago and said they were the guy, he wasn't really the guy, but now they've got the actual shooter of Osama bin Laden, apparently the actual guy who put the first bullet in his head. And uh, killed him. Now, others came up afterwards and shot him again. But mm-hmm. you know, he was already dead. Mm-hmm. But people wanted to say, yeah, I shot him too. Uh, so Fox <laughs> News has the uh, That was the motivation? Interview. Yeah. Okay. They wanted to <laughs> say, sure I, I shot him too. I shot him too. Yeah. Uh, and Peter Ducey will, will do the honors. The Peter Ducey? The Peter Ducey, the son wow. of uh, uh, Steve. And it's so, an interesting choice. It's an interesting choice. You would think it would be, I don't know, Bill O'Reilly or Sean Hannity or... Or Brett Baer. Brett Baer? Would be, or, you know, Chris Wallace. Chris Wallace. You know, I'm surprised Ducey would get that uh, honor, yeah, but uh, good for him. He must have landed the interview, I would yeah. think. Huh? Mm-hmm. And so anyway, that'll be interesting. It's going to be uh, part of a documentary, I guess. It's featured on November 11th and 12th. The man who killed Usama bin Laden. Uh, the SEAL will be interviewed... About two, it's been two and a half years uh, since the raid that killed him, and uh, and now it can be told. Mm. So that's kind of interesting. That uh, I, I don't know if the guy is is going to be covered up, is uh, covering up his identity, you know, and he's sort of blurred or off camera or whatever, and voice is messed up, uh, or if he's just out of the service now and doesn't mind being outed. Not sure how that works, but uh, that's pretty interesting. I'm I'm anxious to see what he has to say. Except that he's a liar, and we all know it. What do you mean? Because you. it was Barack Thank Obama. And it was Barack Obama who killed Osama. We Obama. all know that. We all know that. That's a good point. Barack Obama went out and killed him. Pretty sure I saw some election footage uh, right around the 2012 election where that was claimed over and over and over and over and over, over again by over. Barack Obama. I killed, uh, I killed Osama bin Laden. Mm-hmm. I got him. Mm-hmm. No. No. No, you no. didn't. You did not. You know no, what you, you said? That's like saying, uh, you know, like, all, all he did is essentially press the remote. Right, like he didn't design how the remote works, and he, he barely did that. Yeah, and didn't do that until what ninety days later. I mean, unbelievable. That's you know, a movie. If you do care about that, the movie. If you and you feel like watching this, it's uh, Zero Dark Thirty, um, which tells a pretty close mm-hmm. to truth star- uh, story about how that happened, um, and it's pretty mm-hmm. pretty amazing. I mean, it's a it's a really really well done movie, really good movie. Um, mm-hmm. You know, 
I certainly took it as it backed up a lot of the things that we've been talking about over over these over these years, um, as far as enhanced interrogation and all that other stuff. Um, but um, the Osama bin Laden uh, costume, no longer the big Halloween costume anymore. And no. I, back in the day, it was people would wear that. Yeah. Uh, no longer, no longer, because thankfully gone. this guy shot him in the head. Yeah, which is great. Uh, that's an interesting raid too, because they they actually had some serious problems. And the helicopter essentially crashed yeah. into the wall of the retaining wall of the place where the guy was being uh, where the guy, where Bin Laden mm-hmm. was staying. Uh, but fortunately, they got him out with another helicopter. Is that what happened? Or yeah, I think did that so. one take off? Yeah, I think one they had two, and one of them one of them you know was uh, left. Amazing. Amazing. It's an, I mean, look, you know, it's a movie. You know, a movie's a movie. It's not. Gonna, it's not a. It wasn't a documentary. But it. You know, it. It was very true to life. You know, according to many accounts. But also made you feel like you were there. I mean, it really. It brought back like a lot of memories. Brought back a lot of memories when I watched it. Uh, Did it from memories the of uh, island. Well, I don't like of to talk about it. You know, when we stormed the island of spice. <laughs> back yeah. something in your eye. Or? That was just I bringing up bad memories. Uh huh. <laughs> what memories? Right. Oh, when we stormed the beaches, dude. Uh-huh. Ugly. Of Grenada. It was ugly. In what way was ugly. it ugly? Ugly. In what ugly. way? <laughs> in what way? It was like, a war. Yeah. Uh-huh. What do you mean? In what way? I've never been in, in a war. Way? I've now I know experienced you as I know you haven't. I don't appreciate right. the way you make fun of it. I, you know, I'm I not making fun of it. I'm I don't want to talk about it. Fascinated by you and your and your <laughs> and your exploits. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. What were you tipping the scales about four bills at the time? I mean, when you, when you talk about storming the island, you must have. Well, imagine how scary capsized. Everyone else is islands. coming in with whole teams. He's got to come in on his own helicopter. Imagine how scary that is. I can see how that yeah. would create some memory issues. I don't like to talk about it. Yeah, no, I, I don't blame you. Do you like to talk about it though? How do you like to talk about your Halloween exploits? Do you like to talk about that? Absolutely. This is you like know. one of your favorite days of the year. I love Halloween. This period for Jeffy is a formative period for oh. Jeffy mm-hmm. between. Halloween and Thanksgiving. Um, it, when you have your book ended by two eating holidays, <laughs> yeah, um, it's pretty you impressive. Work up to it too. Well, and I guess you the can't whole just sit down to ho- uh, Thanksgiving dinner without be, having worked up to okay. being able to sit down and do some serious Thanksgiving eating. Right. So you're saying this is just a precursor to Thanksgiving oh, yeah. for you. Plus, this is a good. This way, teach your kids how to get a bunch of candy. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to tell the audience how to help their kids <clears throat> get more candy. Always you have tips. Oh my gosh! Okay, this That's is interesting. Always, Jeffy's you know, tips you, for Thanksgiving. I like you the other day talked about uh, how you had the triple head. Yeah, people were so cool and saying, "Oh, I got to give each one a candy." Right, each person. Right. So, in case you missed that before, like you, I had the. the I don't remember. I was probably like, five. <laughs> 18, 18, 19, five or six, I would say. I don't remember exactly, but it had the head had like a, you know, like a hood on it that was white, which, uh, you know, probably a lot of liberals think we wear all the time. But no. Um, and it was like skin tight white. And, and I had your, your face painted in the skeleton way. And then two inflatable heads came out of the costumes over here. So it was a three headed skeleton. And you'd go up to every door and I would get triple. Can- oh, I guess I have to give you three pieces now, don't I, dear? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. OK, put it in. And then my poor cousin got one piece every time. And she was very pissed off about it. Don't and to this her. day, complains about it. Really? Yeah, yeah she right. actually to this yeah. day keeps bringing it up every Halloween. Left her scarred. It really did. <laughs> Left her scarred. <laughs> However, I, yes. she used the Jeff Fisher plan. Okay, and what yes. is the Jeff Fisher plan? Jeff Fisher, you go out trick-or-treating and you trick-or-treat. Tr- trick Thank mm-hmm. you. You're all nice. And they give you candy in your bag. Never let that bag get too full. Never get the bag too full of candy. Always have 
a person with you or your extra bag in your back pocket that you stashed the candy in. So did you trick or treat? Oh, did you just get started? More candy. Ah, so manipulate the people who are nicely. Oh, look at sweetheart, you just get started. Wow. Just tell your kids they don't have to answer. They don't have to say, no, we've been out for five hours. Daddy won't take us home yet. Don't say that. So when they say, just get started, you just say, thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. They give you more. That's interesting. An interesting plan. Now, how much of this candy that your kids give up and give to you for safekeeping do you eat before they get home? None. It seems like all mm-hmm. would be the real answer, wouldn't None. it, sir? None. What what candy do you steal most from your kids? And sir, because I, 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 we all look, we all are going to. For me, it's three musketeers. Three musketeers. I like yes. the three musketeers, the three Milky Ways. Yeah. There's something about three musketeers. I like eating. Three. Love them. This is weird. <laughs> Probably weird. But the three musketeers. For some reason, Milky I like way. eating the chocolate away from it. Mm-hmm. You know, so oh, it just leaves and the, then just the nougat and then just the big a big bite of just nougat. What, what I would like to know too mm-hmm. is, and this has never been solved to my satisfaction. Okay. What is nougat? What is it? I don't know that you want that solved. What is nougat? No one's ever. It might be nougat slime. Uh, that's. No, no. I think it might be. Well, that's fine. I, I don't know what we're nougat fine with it. is. What is nougat? Okay, nougat. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to have it solved to your satisfaction? Okay, go ahead. Okay, nougat is a family of confectionaries made with sugar and/or honey. Okay. Roasted nuts. I thought nuts were in it. I thought they were part of it. I didn't know that. I don't like that. I don't Whipped like that. Whipped egg yet, whites. It's delicious. And sometimes chopped candied fruit. The consistency of nougat, and this is from Wikipedia, by the way, which is the source for all nougat-related information. The consistency of nougat can range from soft and Mm -hmm. chewy to hard and crunchy, and it is used in a variety of candy bars and chocolates. Mm -hmm. Uh, Three basic kinds of nougat. You've got white nougat. You've got, uh, and that's egg whites and honey mainly. Uh, You've got uh, brown nougat, which is made without egg whites and has a firmer, often crunchy texture. I don't like that kind. No, me neither. The third is (laughs) German nougat. Which is uh, like essentially chocolate either. and nut. So I would say the white nougat is the one we're talking about. Yeah, here. yeah. with Milky Way. So with, egg uh, whites and honey. Yeah. And Milky Way. I think Milky Way has nougat, too, doesn't it? It has the chocolate, the caramel. It's the caramel and the cream. Nougat. Nougat. Yeah. So Nougat is uh, delicious. Where's the nougat? Thank Why don't you. we have any Why nougat? Didn't we have nougat? Why nougat? don't we have nougat? Triple eight seven two seven. Beck, we're going to find some nougat. And we'll get Bring back. the nougat! Where's the nougat? Nougat! Come on. Nougat delivery! Please have... Some nougat. Where is the nougat? We must have nougat on Halloween. Where's Universal Nougat? I, I favor it. Let's get Obama on the phone. Right. Universal Nougat! It's Halloween, and we're carving pumpkins. There's something sticky. How come I got this nasty warded? It's diseased, yeah. like you. And it's got, so we uh, thought you could really relate to that. That has that pumpkin so. had promiscuous sex, mm-hmm. and uh, it's having now it's it. got uh, warts. I'm definitely cut all stuff with this, aren't I? I don't know. So we're in the middle of cu- uh, pumpkins. We were talking before in the break of your of the Halloween candy you steal from your kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah. Milky Way, Three Musketeers. Yeah, those are, I mean, it really is those classic bars. Like, it really I, is. You know what's wrong with the kids today, Pat? They're stupid. They're really stupid. But also, an additional thing to that is that is. they are, uh, they really like all those Sour Patch kids and stuff like that. Oh, I don't like that. And it's like, you can keep all those. Because yeah. It's like, as if uh, the amount of sugar in chocolate is not sufficient, mm-hmm. like, they have to have even more sugary crap. 
Mm -hmm. uh, popped in there. I'm really, one of us is going to stab the other. The I know, that's knife? why I'm moving over here. Yeah, good <laughs> idea. Well, you're saying that like you haven't been dangerous. stabbed before? How many times have you been stabbed? <laughs> I was once, uh, I, I was getting a, uh, I got a cab. This is in, uh, I don't know where we were. It was in like, maybe Kentucky or something. And we were get, we had a, um, we had a cab mm -hmm. back from a movie we went to. And the guy's about halfway home and he's, he's turning around a lot. Uh, and talking to us, and as much as I like conversation, <laughs> with I, pref cabbie? I prefer the guy who's driving the car to kind of look forward, right? At, you know, at the road really? and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, so uh, he gets about, I don't know, three hours into this story. At least it felt like it's about three hours into the story, and he explains to us how he's been stabbed ten times. <laughs> on the job? Uh, what? On the job? I don't think on the job. I don't think he. Tried to carve pumpkins while on television, which is a terrible idea. This is, you know, this does end in a YouTube video. In case you're wondering, yeah. uh, one of us definitely stabs the other. Um, yeah, that's not wise. Is a piece of crap knife. Yeah, I'm glad you have the smallest knife. Believe me, you're a, you're a dangerous human being. I don't know how to. I'm afraid to kind of do this. But anyway, so he told me he said stabbed ten times, and I was like, in ten different incidents, like what? What was it? Like, one time, one guy stabbed you ten times. And he said it was in, the, in between. The answer was in between. It was <laughs> In between? Yeah, it was like... He it was had, multiple times. He was stabbed multiple times, multiple times. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. a good way of saying it. Right. I think, so, I think he'd been stabbed four times. Or four different people had stabbed this guy. I, I mean, and I, Why? How does that happen? I How do you have know. occasion to be stabbed four different times? Well, you're in the... How? Jeffy? You're in some kind of business dealing and things go wrong. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're trying to get out. I've been in a lot of business dealings, and nothing's ever gone wrong to the extent where I've been stabbed. Really? Yeah. yeah. Never? Not one time? Not once. Yeah, we're no, in a different I've... business. I guess so. Yeah, I, guess, I guess that's the point every time with you, is that you're in a different kind of business than the rest of us. I did it. Yes, you did. I did it. Congratulations. So we're. Can I use the knife? Let me see the knife. Yeah, I see that would be good. But I don't. I just need to pull it up. Who's hungry? Mm. Here, Pat. Use the big one. The yummy innards. Thank you. They did this. My, my kid goes to has goes to school at uh, like he goes to a little day school at our church, uh -huh. and they did a pumpkin carving, and they they actually had the kids. Um, Put their hands in the pumpkin, uh -huh. and then they had to describe it in one word what they felt. And what did Zach say? Uh, wet. Okay, he went that's with a good description. Wet. Not bad. Which I thought was good. It's not bad. And you get to a point later on. I think you feel slimy is, is a good word for. Mm -hmm. It's really. Uh, let's be honest about it. Pumpkins are awful alien creatures. Yeah. Okay. And that's why they we stab nasty, them. Nasty, aren't they? That is why we stab them every year. They're really weird looking, and uh, and the other thing is all the seeds are inside, right? It's a terrible design, right? Like, how do you get? How do you spread your seeds? Right. You know, they're all inside. So, what is the answer to that? How do they spread their seed? Well, Jeffy is an expert on spreading <laughs> his seed. Jeffy. <laughs> well, we've created a holiday to help them spread their seeds. We have. Right? We have. Um, I don't. Yeah. Let's see. Where's the special? Where's the special knife? Oh, here it is. How's this thing? Working? Um, we're doing, by the way, we do this every year. Yeah. Um, we don't know why. Oh, 
Wow, did you see that? I almost, got, I almost yeah, sliced myself open. Almost very bad. Yeah, almost very bad. Um, oh, yeah, and now the knife. This is not a good knife. Who hasn't stabbed themselves with something sharp before? Um, this is that one of us is definitely gonna get stabbed here. Yeah. This is like this. Well, last not, time, last time I stabbed myself with a screwdriver, yeah, right in here, and it was just like boom. And I remember looking at it, going, oh, "That is going to hurt." <laughs> well, considering it was still in your hand, it oh, probably yeah. was. That doesn't hurt though till you pull it out. It's oh, really? Right. It, it doesn't hurt till later. It doesn't hurt till you pull it out. You, you pull it out, it's like crap. Yeah, so it starts bleeding. Depending on the sharpness of the knife. All right. So, uh, so we carve pumpkins every year on the show um, <clears throat> with our own special designs. Um, and they're usually extraordinarily poor because um, none of us are talented artists. Like, Glenn is an actual talented artist. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know that. Um, and he has a lot of uh, skill. We, however, are not. New. In fact, but- uh, he has almost no talent at all in anything. <laughs> Here is why uh, we carve pumpkins. As far back as the 1500s, Irish storytellers regaled about a blacksmith named Stingy Jack who invited the devil to the bar. All right. When their night of carousing ended, Jack needed cash, and the devil, Hendley, transformed himself into a coin so Jack could pay the tab. uh, This is a stupid story. Ever the trickster, Jack pocketed the coin and used a cross to prevent Satan from changing back. He later let the devil loose under the condition that his soul would never go to hell. But there was one problem. When Jack died, God wouldn't let him into heaven, so his soul was stuck on earth. Feeling bad that his old buddy would be wandering in the uh, the world in the dark, the devil gave Jack a lump of burning coal. The Jack, for some reason untold, uh, placed in a carved-out turnip Thus, the jack-o'-lantern. Oh, yeah. The tale was devised to explain the uh, will-o'-wisps, the mysterious flashes of light created by flame, flaming gas around swamps and bogs, and it became tradition for the Irish to carve turnips, beets, and potatoes to tr- trick friends into thinking Stingy Jack was lurking nearby. Immigrants took the custom to the U.S., where the plentiful pumpkin became the veggie of choice. What a stupid story. <laughs> Now that was a long way to get to Wow, Jack. that's a long way to the well for you a You are lying, it is. Holy cow. And, you know, it's got to be just some pumpkin marketer, right? Like, they're like, hey, yes. I got a million pumpkins in here. What the hell are we going to do with them all? Yep. Uh, and uh, the you answer know, my is... my wife used to put a candle in them. And really, you know, pumpkin <laughs> doesn't taste... Uh, it, I mean, I like pumpkin pie, kind of. But is it really that delicious? I don't think so. It's okay, it's you know. Okay. It's okay. It's, it's, it's like squash. I don't like squash. Why do we eat them? Why do we do this? And look at it. I mean, this is just a mess. It's gross. It's a mess. It's, it's a gross. I mean, think about this. If, if this, if you didn't know what a pumpkin was, and the pump, this thing showed up, like, mm-hmm. in front of you, and, and, and you would think it's an alien creature. Let's, put it, let's be honest about it. Yeah, you would. You would not even think. Yeah. It's a, it's a weird phenomenon that mm-hmm. we do here. Mm-hmm. Where's the little uh, I wouldn't, carving it, it came. It came off when I was trying to carve it. I wouldn't use the little Oh, it one. did? Yeah. Okay, well, I've got absolutely zero carving uh, utensils now. What happened to your knife? Here's a knife. I don't know. He took them all. Oh, Jeffy. All right. Um, so so we, what we do, that we do our own special designs here. A lot of people mm-hmm. will put scary faces on the jack-o'-lantern. Not of, us. Not us. Um, that's, we, that's too... Sensible? Yeah. Is that the word you're looking for? No, we're traditional. We like to do something a little bit different with ours. So... 
trying to come up with the right thing. I tried to do so. I, I've already bailed on three ideas, by the way, in the time we've been doing this. I've bailed <laughs> on three different ideas that I was carving, just Good. so you know. Um, I'm glad you shared that with you need a <laughs> Well, just when you get this, you're going to be like, what the hell is that? And I'm going to say something, and then you're going to say, oh. that was a stupid idea. Why did you do that? And you think, well, it's actually my third choice. So it's going to make you feel a little bit better about my creativity. All right. Um, so... Uh, this is the. Uh, I don't even think this year we're going to even bother giving away candy because no one even showed what? up last year. I know us up. too. Nobody showed up. I mean, I was. You know, remember there, we had we had literally had five trick or treaters, five groups of right. trick or treating. Uh, so we might have served fifteen pieces of candy all night. I found out. You got to go a, full size. I then. found out yeah, where there's a great to. neighborhood that gives out a bunch of candy. Uh huh. We're driving in. Are you taking the kids? We're driving in. In what neighborhood? I Where? can't tell you. It's in Fort Worth? I can't tell you. Okay. <laughs> Please don't come to my neighborhood. Okay. I'm just, I'm begging you. I mean, your kids can come and your wife, that's fine. But Not I you. would really prefer if Not you didn't you. come. Do we have a, a, like a, a Sharpie by any chance? Sharpie situation? Yeah, I got one. I thought I'd, yeah. I wonder if we're all... Carving the same thing wouldn't surprise me at all. <laughs> really? We're all carving a all. version of the same thing. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would not surprise me at all. Ooh, <laughs> that's about a couple of them. Because we've not discussed this, no, we what any not. of us are carving here, no, and so I would not be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is, none of them look like each other. Uh, so, well, because we all suck so badly, right? You can't tell. <laughs> This is um, this would be a better segment for nothing, yeah. Instead of TV, <laughs> <laughs> so not even the internet. No, would this not. work on? Okay. Ow. Okay. There, I've just. Uh, Did you hurt yourself? I just stabbed myself. Good job. I don't think I've drawn blood. Maybe later it'll start oozing out. Are you done? Because I'm, I'm just about done. Yeah, I'm almost done. Jeffy, how you doing? Yeah, we're all right. All right. So I wish I had some more. We just need a uh, stringy gut. Here's. I need to cut away some of this excess pumpkin, and that'll be done. And we just need a a light inside of it, and then you've got yourself. Yeah, I'm. Here's mine. I'm about ready to be shown. Okay. It's a strand of Ebola. Uh, see, DNA strand of a bullet. <laughs> that is what my starting position was. Was it? Yeah, Jeffy. I need the knife. <clears throat> was that was that what you're going for too? Nope. Not not doing a strand of a bullet. Okay. Uh, I have mine. I'm ready to reveal for the first time. Oh, let me put mm-hmm. this on. Walking Dead. Zombie. Wait, that's, uh, that's... but that's just a face on a pumpkin. That's just a normal. Walking Dead. It's a normal jack o' lantern. <laughs> Walking Dead, dead zombie. zombie is because what you that put is? the knife in. Is that okay? All right. And also, what disease would you say it has? Herpes? Which one of your diseases have you passed along? <laughs> would you say that's herpes? Maybe it has. It Ebola. could be. Yes, it okay. could be herpes. Maybe it, you know it's a different simplex than what I've had. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's mine. Can we get? A, you need a good close-up of it. Okay. It's uh, it's Barack Obama's approval rating. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> good. Oh, remember the good old days? Oh, wow. Well, then you got oh, 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 oh,
So there you go. Barack nice. Obama's approval rating. Nice. Republican. You can do this at your own home. You just mm-hmm. have to pay me $30 for each person who does it. Okay. Wow. Just Perfect. 30 Just 30 All right. Triple eight seven two seven beck 888-727-BECK. There's uh, more Happy Halloween stuff coming up. Did we get the nougat yet? Where is, where, where is where the nougat? Where is the nougat? Ah, that's that time of year. Ah, yes. Mm -hmm. Halloween. And uh, today's Spoons episode is brought to you by Jeffy, uh, who can only say the word spoons. Spoons. Thank you. It's kind of an odd name for a segment, but what we like to do is eat (laughs) on the air. And you might know that if you watch uh, every day. Basically, it's just... That shows a giant ruse so that we could eat more and not mm-hmm. count the stuff. Like I, for me, like we we try new foods, it doesn't count uh. against you know our calorie count for the day, right? Like it's free. This stuff has no calories. This, it's count. totally free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is a uh, <clears throat> some of the popular uh, Halloween candies. The new stuff for the year. The Hostess uh, cream, the like the orange scream. Mm-hmm. Ooh, orange filling. scream Twinkies. Okay. Uh, and then the. Uh, Starburst candy corn, I guess. Yep. Pretty good. Pop rocks, which are hideous. And then uh, from Natasha, she made this graveyard cake. Graveyard cake. So, uh, should we start with the Starburst? Sure. Starburst is good. Okay. Starburst, and now these are not, they do not taste like candy corns, right? They're just a Starburst in candy corn shape. Yeah. Well, they have that mm. candy corn Textures. texture. Tax- mm. Candy but corn like Starburst t- flavor. They're good. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Wow. I like that. Mm-hmm. I do too. Now, these, yeah, they have a. Distinctly different mm. makeup. Wow. They're not super chewy like regular Starburst. Mm-hmm. They're just uh, they they're like candy corn. They have that mm-hmm. flavor. They're they candy really are corn like texture. candy corn. Yeah. Mm. Just the Starburst flavor. Those are freaking good. The uh, yes, orange one's delicious. I really mm. like that. And unlike Fruit Loops, they are different flavors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of surprised. I didn't expect that. Mm. Oh, those pink ones are really good. <laughs> they taste just like the pink Starburst. And the good thing is... Um, you don't have to unwrap them. The thing about Starburst is, like, you always think you can have a lot more Starburst, and then mm-hmm. the correct number of Starbursts for your body's chemistry is zero Starbursts. Right. You should never have a Starburst. Because <laughs> uh, you'll basically, every time you have one, you eat a lot, and then you die. This yeah. is my general consensus. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, next well, let's up. Let's try the Pop Rocks since they're so crappy. Pop Rocks. You're not a Pop Rocks really guy, huh? Don't Pop Rocks. Pop Rocks. Is, now, these are new ones, though. These are Pumpkin Patch Orange. Um, you know, if birds eat these, they blow up and die. It's not is true, Jeffy. No, it's not true. As, as most things Jeffy says, not true. <laughs> it is true. Have you ever tried it? No, I've heard about it done, being done. Okay. Um, as with all pop, pop rocks, these are <laughs> stupid. I'm trying to get the, that's the, uh, you can see the color there. Oh, Got, yeah, uh, it does look like pumpkin. You get the little mm-hmm. stem pieces. Yep. Okay. Should we try that? Oh, I don't have any soda for once. Pop them right pop in rocks there. And soda. Mm. And there they are. <laughs> oh, yeah. Quite they're, fun. They're doing their thing. Um, they don't taste like pumpkin, I guess. It says pumpkin no. patch orange. Does that mean it tastes like orange? No, it doesn't mean that. No, oh, they're not bad. I can no, do, they're all right. I can do some Pop Rocks. I'm not a huge fan of Pop Rocks. These are already open, Pat. And then they've got these uh, Twinkies, Twinkies that are orange cream filled. Mm. 
Yeah, well, Wait, I already heard. It's okay. a special Halloween. <clears throat> You're right. It was open. Edition. Yeah, we already opened them. So. Now, oh, Twinkies see? are back, by In the way. In the inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, orange filling. Mm. Twinkies. And, um... Mm. Oh, these Twinkies. They're not bad. No, they're pretty good. Mm. I don't know that I noticed the difference in the cream. Is it just orange? Probably. I think it's orange colored. Because it tastes pretty much the same as all Twinkies. Twinkies are never fresh enough for me. Yeah, they, well, they've been the in a package for maybe eight months. These bread, the breading's <laughs> never fresh enough for me. I always yeah. wanted to be fresher. These are uh, loaded with delicious preservatives, mm-hmm. and so uh, yeah, they're not going to be fresh, Jeffy. I can't tell if the cream is flavored or not. Are you? I don't think so. Oh no, it might just be mm. orange colored. Anyway, I freaking like them. Starburst is a winner, though. Yeah, Starburst, Starburst are very good. Really now, good so far. But this is the time, you know, we're the type of people, let's try some of these. Um, we're going to dig out some of this graveyard cake. Now, graveyard cake is made, this particular version, made with uh, lots of Oreo cookies. And it looks like the pumpkin Oreos, uh, you know, or the Halloween Oreos, which are yeah. tasty. Those are. Uh, then Oreo pudding. Those have been good in the mm-hmm. past. Oreo pudding. Is in there. there looks like there's some whipped cream or something in there, maybe. Cool whip. Cool whip. Oh, yeah. These are really good, Natasha. Thank you. This is definitely the winner of the day. Are you going to have any of this? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. Really good. Let me uh, try to dig in. Oh, you don't have any over there, Jeffy? I oh, will. Too bad. <laughs> mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That's yeah. really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, That's yeah. what I'm talking about now, right there. But you can't just go... Mm. Put a little starburst on top of that. You can't go too, uh, too much here. You've got to be innovative, too. So let's get a little Halloween. Let's get a little treat going here. Kind of split open the Twinkie as <clears> such. <throat> uh-huh. Come. Take a little graveyard cake. Get a good base in there. Okay. Very creative, Stu. Thank you. Thank you, Pat. Stu's now putting the graveyard cake into the inside of the Twinkie. Mm-hmm. And you're going to take some of these candy corns. You're not going to spoil it with Pop Rocks, are you? Of course you are. All right. A couple now, of candy corns up there on top. candy corns. All the same flavor. And then... Pop oh, yeah, you're right. They're kind of the same flavor. This is the garnish. That looks Pop tasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be a flavor explosion right there. Okay. An explosion of candy flavor. Okay, kind of mash it together like that. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Is that the type of thing? I mean, that's a... Pretty sweet. You know, Pop Rocks are made with meat. You know that, right? <laughs> no. Yeah, they're made with animal meat. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> My God, I hope that's true. <laughs> I do, too. That'd be great. <laughs> That's a treat. Is it? I bet it is. That's freaking really good. Holy crap. Looks like a winning combination, frankly. We got to patent this thing. This is patented. We patented it before we aired the show. Oh, yeah. Yeah? So the sponge cake and uh, mm-hmm. the really... Holy crap, that's good. The spon- you know what really kicks it in is those starbursts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got a fruity sort of cake, creamy cake flavor. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> mm. You know, this is what I think I'm going to serve. Uh... Tonight, for the little trick-or-treaters. Really? Yeah. It's just open up a bunch of uh, Twinkies, pour the cake and stuff in it. Here, kid, have that. Good luck. Take it home. Mm. See if you don't turn out to be an absolute mess. I think they'll like it. What I think they'll like it. Do you throw away everything your kids bring home that's homemade? Because that's what we do. Even we though, again, as we said the other day, never been a case of tainted candy outside the case of... Uh, the dad who killed his own son. I think my aunt 
was the only person. She used to make popcorn balls, and that was the only person that Don't we would eat Don't give me a popcorn homemade ball. Stuff. That's ridiculous. I know, but I'm just saying that they were real good, and she was the only no. one that we would eat anything that was homemade. The rest of it? Yeah, got to go. Yeah, you'd throw that away. Uh, I'd throw all this away. If I got any of this kind of stuff, it goes in the garbage. With that. It goes in the garbage. I mean, what, we trust Natasha? I mean, we're eating this anyway. But any cookies? You know, sometimes people make homemade cookies and give you those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Popcorn balls, give you those. An apple, right in the garbage. Really? Yeah. And I think I would do the same thing. Yeah, if Zach gets stuff that's opened, right. you wouldn't let him eat it, no. right? Even though, again, there's never been a reason to do that. Yeah. We just think there is, and so we continue that tradition of throwing away stuff that is possibly tainted, even though it's never happened, other than the one time in Houston. I, I, why, why is that? Why are we like that? It's weird. I don't know. We don't I guess. want to be the one. Yeah, you don't want to be the one. I, th- I always feel like there's an element of selfishness in every parent, which just doesn't want to be the idiot who does the really stupid thing. Because like your <laughs> yeah. kid comes back and dies of poisoning or something. First of all, yes, you're going to be upset. Your kid is dead for poisoning. <laughs> yeah, right. But there's a second wave to that, mm-hmm. and that second wave is, oh my god, I'm the idiot who did it. I knew I'm, I'm, I'm the I idiot better. who did it. Mm-hmm. I knew it was a risk. I pushed it anyway, and now my kid's dead because of my stupid mistake. Right. And that one is scary, too. Not quite as scary as the kid dying. But there's a scary element of Because you're like, oh, mm-hmm. my. And you're gonna see, everyone's going to be like, why the hell would you eat an open celery peanut butter boat? It looked yeah. fine. Yeah. Why? Of course they lace that with arsenic. Have you not read the news? <laughs> Have you not seen the news? It's all What's over the, the internet. Of course you bit into an apple and it, where there was a razor blade in there. What do you... You don't bite into an apple for no, Halloween. You never do that. There's razor blades all through that. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so this is, uh, I will say, though, I think we have some new treats. Yeah, the Starburst is Really like the Starburst. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is a good way to go for Halloween. I'm going to mm-hmm. look for some of these, I think, mm-hmm. on the way home and uh, give these out because I think the kids will be happy with this. My kids are uh, going to come home with some of these, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And then they will be like, where's those Starburst candy corns? I'm like, you didn't get any, kid. <laughs> You little brat. You little brat. You didn't get Shut it. Shut up. Mm-hmm. You're lucky you have a place to sleep tonight. Mm-hmm. Shut your mouth. I'm sorry. Did you earn the money for, for, the, for this house? Yeah. No. No, I didn't. No, no you didn't. didn't. Daddy what do you didn't. contribute? Okay. What do you contribute to the monthly expenses we have in this house? Thank you. Almost nothing. Did you earn the money to put on that stupid little outfit you're wearing? No, you didn't. Look like Spider-Man? No. No, you didn't, you little creep. No. Okay. And more uh, child insults coming up in just a second. <laughs> the <laughs> child insults uh, Friday mm-hmm. here on the program. Happy mm-hmm. Halloween. Triple eight seven two seven. Oh my gosh, I love. I love Starburst. Yeah, Starburst are good. Are good. What if I told you that many of the artifacts that tell our nation's story have vanished? Our greatest historical treasures lost or stolen, and then hot on the black market. Now it is time to take back what is ours. I'm Brad Meltzer. I've spent my life telling stories from history, and I'm asking for your help finding these objects. Together, we can save our lost history. Wow. Ooh, nice. That looks great. Mm-hmm. That looks great. Brad Meltzer's new show, uh, Lost History, debuts tonight on uh, H2. 
the History Channel, too. So uh, Brad joins us here on the Patents Do Show. Brad, welcome. Uh, always good to see you guys. Good to see you. Uh, this looks like a, a really fascinating show, and um, you are just a, a super history buff uh, like Glenn is. And so you've uncovered some things that have been lost or stolen through time and things that you would, I mean, most of us have no idea have ever been missing. Tell us about some of the things that you're, you're going to be covering and what you're trying to, what you're trying to do with the show. Yeah, no, it's exactly that. You know, the, the famous flag from 9-11 that the firefighters raised at ground zero is missing. And hmm. so is the Wright brothers patent for the original airplane gone. And even James Bond's Aston Martin from the movie Goldfinger, the original, is stolen. Oh. And we just said, this is ridiculous. How is it possibly gone? So on each episode, what we do is we tell the story of the item. We show you when it was last seen. If we have the suspects, we show you the suspects. And then we say, America, we need your help. If you go to history.com, you file a tip, you help us bring it back, we'll give you up to $10,000 reward. And the goal is to bring back our lost history. And, you know, I also must appreciate that when you say um, that, you know, you like history like Glenn, what you're really saying is, you know, you're a history nerd, Brad. So I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, Brad, you're such a nerd that we wanted to ask you this right. following question. Um, uh, this is what, one of the things that fascinates me about what you're doing with the show is the process. What happens to these objects after they're stolen? Because, okay, you have, uh, you know, uh, the, the Wright brothers, uh, uh, you know, for an original blueprint. And, okay, you could see how that would be something really interesting and valuable. And, and as a person who's, I don't know, maybe I'm walking by it. You know, if you've got the ethics of Jeffy, you're going to swipe this thing, you're going to put it in your pocket, and you're going to try to sell it on the black market. I think we all understand that. What I don't understand, really, though, is the person buying it on the black market. Because can you, can you have you thought about like what's the mindset? Because yeah, you can buy something like that, spend a fortune to acquire something illegally that you'd never be able to show to anybody. You know, I think it's all ego, right? Anyone who would do that is such an egomaniac. We found that at one point, one of the original copies of the Bill of Rights from one of the thirteen states was on the wall of some rich guy. What? Wow. You know, at, at one point, right? At one point, we found out that James Dean's the car wreckage was hanging on some guy's wall. First of all, if you have the car wreckage of James Dean's car hanging on your wall, you need to do decorator, right? We know that from one. But, but two, history doesn't belong to some rich guy, and history doesn't belong to some drug dealer who's trying to launder their money by buying something just for themselves. History belongs to all of us. And I'm as fascinated as you are, but there's an entire black market of people who just buy these things and keep them just for themselves illegally. Huh. And that's their thrill. That, that's the thrill of, of anything else. You know, having something, it's like knowing a secret. Yeah. When you know a secret, there's nothing like it. It's one of the great rushes, knowing something about someone. And I think for some sick people out there, you know, having something that's stolen and that no one else can have and that only you have is that, is that same kind of thrill. How do you think, uh, do you have any idea as to how, I mean, a car is a pretty big item. Yeah, it's kind of noticeable when somebody <laughs> who shouldn't have it drives off in it. How do you, I mean, do you have any idea how the, uh, the Aston Martin was stolen? Yeah, the Aston Martin's a great story. So this one is, in, is taken from Florida. And I've noticed, by the way, that when Bush Gore happened and the election happened, and they said, what state's it going to come down to? I live in Florida. I was like, of course it's coming down to our crazy state of Florida. <laughs> Naturally. I can tell you that Florida has the most stolen items from this show. If you have a priceless artifact, my advice to you is don't bring it to Florida. Just do not bring it near us. But the Aston Martin, what, it's in this private, it's in an airport, it's in a private hangar. And in 1997... The alarms are not tripped. The door opens up, and the car rolls out about 100 feet. There are wheel treads behind. You can see the tracks in the dirt. 
and then all of a sudden those treads disappear. And what happens is that means that someone airlifted out of there. Yeah, helicopter. Wow. Right, helicopter, airlift. And that's a sophisticated robbery. Wow. And, you know, the people who insured it, they think it's the guy who actually owned it. It was an insurance scam. Other people think that he sold it. It's just an amazing story. And when you see kind of where these things happen, you see these crimes, you realize, you know, these aren't just like shoplifting the Snickers out of the 7-Eleven. Yeah. Um, People really take their time and and plan the stuff out. Where, Where were George Washington... George Washington's teeth kept. Where, how, yeah, you know, were those I think in the National point, Archives? Yeah, they, they actually weren't in the Archives. It was in the Library of Congress. Um, and we're, gonna, we're actually about to film that episode because they wanted to wait because there was some one person they wanted to speak to. Mm-hmm. But, right, can you imagine someone taking George Washington's false teeth? I mean, Amazing. I guess on Halloween tonight it's like a great bit. But other than that, like, what are you doing <laughs> with it? But, you know, the fun part is also seeing how they steal it. So at one point, the guy who stole the moon rocks that Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin bring back from the moon. He, uh, they bring back these rocks. We know it's one of the first things not on the planet Earth, not of, of our right. Earth. And it's worth millions of dollars. They bring them back. They go in this, this secret NASA vault. And the guy gets in the vault by using scotch tape to pull off the pin code, the fingerprints of the guys walking in. I'm like, that's the plot of Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? How wow. do you not prepare for that? Um, But he does it to impress a girl. That's why he does it. And you know what? I once in junior high school wore a white suit and a purple tie to impress a girl. (laughs) But, you know, you steal millions of dollars in moon rocks and you win. That's it. How'd that uh, white suit, purple tie combo work out for you, Brad? You know, not as popular today as I thought. (laughs) Right. The the only thing I can defend myself with, and you guys know me long enough, is is it was the 80s and the height of Miami Vice in Florida. Yeah. Uh, That's my only. It's not much of a defense, but that's all I got. But still a little cooler than than now. And, and better than walking around with George Washington's false teeth, yeah. I guess. I would yeah. say that this is pretty, uh, it's just a fascinating concept. Uh, we actually have a preview of the show, uh, Brad's show on H2, starting tonight. Let's watch. The ground zero flag, our flag, raised in the rubble after 9-11 and captured in an iconic photograph. It was celebrated around the world, but something is wrong. When the original owners of the flag asked to borrow it back for a charity event, They're given the wrong flag. We knew almost immediately it wasn't the flag. We took it out of the flag box and it was gigantic. The flag they receive is larger than the flag firefighters found on their yacht and raised up the flagpole at Ground Zero. This wrong size flag has signatures from dozens of city officials. And there's only one place where all these officials signed the flag at Yankee Stadium 12 days after 9-11 before the flag was sent around the world. If Shirley and Spiro's claims are true, then the implications are massive. It means that the flag that went from Yankee Stadium to the Arabian Sea, raised and saluted in countless ceremonies around the world and on TV, was the wrong flag. Now, we wow. we talked to you uh, on the radio uh, this week, and you mentioned something about you, you, nobody knows where this might be, really. It could be buried with somebody, with a fallen soldier. It could be on a casket. We, we really don't know. Would, you, would anybody know? Will, will you know the flag if you see it, if you find it? That's going to really be the question is, you know, is there another piece? Of, I mean, if someone brings in a flag, how are we going to know? I think it's going to mm-hmm. be kind of hearing their story. One of the things we did, I'm not sure if I told you this, but we hired the FBI's former head of bringing back lost artifacts to work on our team to help authenticate this stuff. Because you get so many people mm-hmm. saying that they have the real one. And, yeah, this could be mm-hmm. on, on someone who died at Ground Zero. They may have taken it off. 
and just put it over a, a body. And it could be sitting in a morgue right now. So I think it depends on how that story comes back. The amazing part is, since I spoke to you on the radio, it, you can't make this stuff up. But I'm sitting in a green room. Uh, and who walks in? Rudy Giuliani. There's a couple mm-hmm. hours. I mean, I'm, literally, I'm like, hello, sir. I have a question for you about your flag. <laughs> Um, and he said to me, he's like, Brad, man, that, it's a great story. That's true. It's gone. We don't know where it is. And he knew it. He knew that story because obviously it becomes the most famous artifact of that moment. Right. And, um, you know, I, I think at that point, what I know is that, you know, I lost a friend in 9-11. Michelle Heidenberg was a flight attendant on the Pentagon flight. Hmm. And when we were filming that episode, we knew, you know, you know what the show is. We're trying to bring back lost history. And that's obviously, it, it's my geek dream come true. I love that we get to do it. But mm-hmm. when we were filming that moment and I'm standing in front of that American flag, I looked at the crew. They looked at me. We just knew in that it wasn't a TV show anymore. We were like, it was just a mission. Yeah. And, yes, it's cool if we can get back an Aston Martin car. But if we bring back this flag, it just yeah. brings peace to people. Much people more really still, still need a much more meaningful, yeah. better reward. Brad Meltzer, the show is Lost History. It's on H2. Starts tonight. Can't wait to see it. Very excited to see it. Brad, thanks so much for coming on. Thanks, Brad. Thank you, guys. Always great to see you. Right. Yeah, did you hear? He also said uh, a stewardess on the on the uh, uh, Pentagon flight. As <laughs> if there was an actual flight. Thank you. <laughs> we all know that was a missile. Oh, golly. How about that? People Amazing. who actually know people who were on the flight. Mm, yeah. yeah. Uh, kind of proves the, uh, disproves the whole dumb theory. Of- There's a missile. Stu and our Halloween show. Uh, we thought we'd uh, delve into uh, the scariest Halloween icons of all time. Mm-hmm. And we actually have an award to give away. The scariest horror icon of all time. Oh, there it is. That. Look, at, look at that. That's pretty cool, right? Look at that. That's world class right there. That is a world class award that, that someone's about to win here. It says best killer. We just wrote it in over best costume. It's actually a best costume <laughs> award. But it's no, still no, pretty it's cool. No, no, it's well, it's now no, it's a best killer it's award. Best killer award. So it's up here. So our, our, uh, our contestants, our candidates yeah. for the best killer of all time. Yeah. Bachelor number one. He's a little kid. kind of killed his sister at one point. He likes to butcher people with that giant machete he's holding. It's Michael Myers. Welcome to the program, Michael Myers. From the original 1978 movie. Halloween. Yes. Then uh, there was uh, Halloween 2. Yeah, well, a classic, by the way. Classic. Uh, Halloween 1 is is great. I mean, yes. just because it's really... It's the, scary. The budget was super low. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is uh, running around and screaming quite a bit. Uh, but Michael Myers was a total mm-hmm. badass in that movie, I yes, will say. He uh, yes, he was. And he he's a gigantic person. Um, um, but, but the, the it, kill count in that was A little only low, Mike. Uh, seven. Yeah, only seven Seven in the first movie. In the I'm first surprised. Movie. That's not that... Uh, yeah. That's not that many. Yeah. And you did up it, though, in the second one uh, with nine kills. However, your box office gross uh, was cut in half from $55 oh, no. million to yeah. $25 million. Oh, no. People were like, we've seen him kill seven people. Why do we need him to, you know, well, I don't yeah. want to see him kill seven or nine more. Uh, but he did. 
real drop off, though, uh, Mike, in Halloween three season of The Witch. And your issue here was you did not appear in the movie. <laughs> Um, in fact, the movie mm. didn't have anything to do with you at all. No. That uh, was Season of the Witch. Yeah, kind of an inexplicable choice. Uh, that one, if you don't remember, was um, a movie about a company um, who produced a Halloween mask. Oh, my gosh, mask, that's right. Um, which, and the Halloween mask, when, they, when uh, a certain yeah. flashing light pattern happened on TV, <laughs> it would essentially right. eat their heads yeah, um, and uh, dissolve their heads. And then they would turn into... The, Rats and bugs, inexplicably, with snakes crawling out of the mask. It didn't make a lot of sense, but no. there were some terrible deaths by children in it. Um, really a creepy movie, but you didn't even bother to show up. Any comment? Okay, he has no, no comment. No comment. He has no comment. Uh, 1988, mm -hmm. there was Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. And here, Pat, you saw um, uh, the movie studio deciding um, we should maybe bring back the reason why people came to the movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was an interesting choice. And they did. And he killed uh, a good number of people. Yeah, 15, 15 in people that in that one. Uh, and, and also uh, brought in uh, only $17 million. So we are, we are dropping off. We went $55 million to $25 million to $14 million to Jeez. $17 million. I mean, I'm not trying to insult you or anything. Uh, and then Halloween 5, Revenge of Michael Myers, uh, 11.6 million. So, I mean, we were, this, this is the series <laughs> is tanking. It's amazing that they kept going with they this They just kept thing. trying it. They just kept putting it out for mm -hmm. some reason. And uh, then came the curse of Michael Myers in 95, where he killed 15 more. Uh, Halloween H2O, 20 years later, only six people dead. But 73 million in the box office. A little bit oh, of a really? reboot. You uh, did pretty well at the box office there. It's a lot about, and I've noticed this in movies, it's not always about kill count. It's about uh, the art of the way you kill them. Right. Mm -hmm. But, I, you know, M Michael Myers pretty much just stabs everybody. The build up to death, though. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. So then there was There's Resurrection, uh, Halloween in 2007. They just went back to calling it Halloween, mm -hmm. uh, where he killed 19. That was his best effort. Yeah, uh, best congratulations. And all, and congratulations. Mm -hmm. And then Halloween, too. So they basically rebooted in 2007. Yeah. Just moved back to the beginning, called it Halloween, and then Halloween 2 again. So there were two Halloween 2s. Which makes no sense. No, of course not. However, okay. uh, what was it? A total of uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11? 11 movies in the series? Holy cow. That's a lot of Halloweens. That's Very a nice lot of work. Michael Myers, everybody. Michael Myers. Uh, competing for the ultimate horror icon. Our next bachelor, bachelor <laughs> number two, was a kid who went to camp all the time and was constantly interrupting sexual intercourse by people who were at the <laughs> camp and stuff. <laughs> He's incredibly short compared to the, uh, <laughs> seems to be a height issue. And you, I mean, if you're standing next to Yeah, why don't you go over, over and stand here. next to Michael and uh, Jason Voorhees. Jason Voorhees, welcome. Uh, welcome, Jason. Yeah, Jason Voorhees. Friday the 13th series. And it's proof that Hollywood does make you look taller. <laughs> Apparently. Part one, amazingly, he killed no one. Is that true? He killed no what? one Yeah, his one? mom was the killer in that one. That's right. I uh, forgot about that. And then part two, he killed ten. Followed by part three, where thir he 13 died in, in uh, part two and three. And I always thought the next one and the fourth one, uh, one of the, m the most amazing chapter, chapter uh, titles of all time, the final chapter. It was not the final chapter at <laughs> no, all. Nowhere near. In fact, in the final chapter, I believe, if I remember uh, the uh, origin, and you, correct me if I'm wrong here, Jason, um, you were killed and put into the bottom of a lake. So your body was at the bottom of the lake dead. And mm -hmm. then in the new one, A New Beginning, a lightning strike came down and <laughs> struck, somehow got to you, which made you come alive again, and you came out of the water. Am I recalling that accurately? Okay, he says, <laughs> Very nice. Uh, so that was a pretty interesting turn of events. And again, these movies, 
to give you a box office gross. First one, 59 million. People were fascinated by it. Then okay. down to 21, 36, 32, 21. And then part six, Jason Lives, 19 million. Uh, did it ever recover and get back into the... It did, actually. Um, it did? Now, 18, uh, 18 dead in part six, uh, which is pretty impressive. <laughs> Uh, in part seven, The New Blood, uh, $19 million at the box office and 16 kills. Now, look, you don't want to kill more people than the millions of dollars you're bringing in. That's not a good no. way to go. And you're, you're way too close to that ratio here, Jason. You want to kind of improve that. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, um, this, the series took an odd turn in 1989 where you uh, visited Manhattan. Came out of the woods, finally. Jason Takes Manhattan was the name of it. Um, you know, a little odd, a strange choice for you. Um, but you did luckily still murder 18 people, 18 New Yorkers uh, down the tubes. Mm-hmm. So congratulations on that. Uh, Jason goes to hell the final Friday, which, of course, was not the final Friday. But you did kill a, a career high 20 people in the film. Congratulations. Yeah, good job with that. Yeah. Uh, $15 million a box. Again, he had, we have not cracked 20 million since 1985. And this is 2000 that. we're in now. Yeah, I believe that. 2001 was uh, Jason X. Now, was this the one he was in space? It was, it was the one you were in space. Okay. okay. How was that experience? <laughs> okay. That's a, that's a very good telling of that story. It really is. Um, very compelling. They killed somehow 19 people in space, uh, which is a big ship, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, big ship. Now, people. I will say uh, your finest work, I believe. Happened in the film in 2003, Freddy vs. Jason. Mm-hmm. A fantastic movie. I think one of the best ones uh, out of, uh, out of both of the it? series. You did Friday, I did in the theaters. Really? Oh, jeez. It was a little brutal, um, but the uh, $114 million uh, career high. Who won that? Uh, you know, Who I mean, I think you're going to say you won. I think Freddy's going to say he won. We'll ask him coming up. Uh, but uh, I, I don't know. I, I think it was pretty much a draw was, was the was general. Uh, 18 people consensus. died. We know that. 18 people. I don't think either of them were Freddy or Jason, though. Okay. Uh, Friday the 13th, uh, I guess another reboot in uh, 2009. Yeah. Uh, they should have stuck with the original because that was not good. Right. The, the reboot was not good. Only 13 people killed. So $91 million. We'll, we'll give you the total uh, death toll on each of these uh, killers in just a minute. But How um, much was the last Jeffy? How much did they make for the last 91 mil. Wow. Pretty good. That's on pretty the good last on the reboot, yeah. yeah. 91 yeah. million? That's <laughs> Well, I mean, 114 million for Freddy versus Jason. Oh, that's crazy. so yeah. Um, that's but crazy. it wasn't uh, up to the the level of Freddy versus Jason. I have, I must say. And again, no no offense. I know you have a, sh- a sharp bloody knife there. All right, let's go to uh, now Freddy Krueger from uh, <laughs> a Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> Bachelor number three, Freddy Krueger. Krueger. Really hot sweaters, and he has knives on his hands. Nice. Um, he was now. There was some disagreement here about the uh, life and times of of Freddy. <laughs> Uh, he started off on A Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, only killing four people. Now, the question is, did he actually kill these people? Well, he killed them technically in their dreams. Yes. But then they would die in real life. I don't know that you can even say Freddie was responsible. Um, I don't know if you could prove it in a court of law. I'm just saying that, my friend. It'd be I, difficult. Mm-hmm. It'd be difficult. But he, he upped the uh, death toll in, uh, in part two. Freddie's revenge to ten people. Mm-hmm. But still, that's a mild uh, kill rate. Yeah, uh, it's true. Compared Um, to some of these guys. uh, Now, my, and this is something uh, philosophically about the Nightmare on Elm Street movies that I can't remember. Mm -hmm. Freddie, um, you were uh, in a small town, and people believed you, I think, molested and tortured children or something. Is that accurate, generally? That's what they believed. I'm not saying you did it, of course. (laughs) But that was the accusation. And to carry out the sentence, they tried to burn you in a furnace? 
if I'm recalling this correctly. Um, yeah, that's why you kind of look like that. You're, you, I mean, you know, I wouldn't use that necessarily as your Match.com profile pic, just so you know. Um, but my, I can't remember. Maybe, Jeffy, you remember? I thought that Freddie was innocent of the molestation of the children and that he was wrongfully targeted and burned, and that's why he's getting revenge on everyone in their dreams. Mm-hmm. However, I was told that you actually did commit all these child molestation and murders and such. Any comment on that, Freddie? Deny, Freddie, deny. Just he, has deny. No, he has no comment. No comment. Oh, well, he's probably no on the advice of your that. lawyers. You're taking okay. the fifth here? Yeah, don't okay. blame you. All right. Don't blame me. Makes sense. Uh, Dream Warriors was next, 1987. It's only six people killed. Uh, 44 million. You really, uh, you're a little economical with the murders. Uh, no offense. Uh, then you got uh, Friday, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 5, Dream Child. Only three people killed. Oh, I mean, what are you, a union or something? What's going on? The final nightmare uh, was not the final nightmare <laughs> Of course either. not. That came it out in is. 1991, <laughs> mm-hmm. where four people died. <laughs> Wes Craven's new nightmare, another four people. Freddy versus Jason, he only killed one person. He was killing nobody. Wow. Wait a second. How much? (laughs) I mean, Michael Myers is laughing at you. And then Mm -hmm. uh, the reboot. Uh, All of these movie series seem to have a reboot. And look how successful this one was. A Nightmare on Elm Street. How many? $155 million for the reboot. A Nightmare on Elm Street. But look look at this. This is a series that has lasted one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine movies. Nine movies. Mm -hmm. And and listen to these box office grosses at the beginning 25 million, 29 million, 44 million, 49 million, 22 million, 34 million, 19 million. I mean, they didn't have a successful mm. movie really until Friday, Freddy versus Jason. And I think Jason would say that's really him bringing his star power oh, yeah. into your movie. Uh, and I will give you a Nightmare on Elm Street reboot, but I mean, you know. You look at the totals. Uh, in that uh, Freddy versus Jason, Freddy has one kill count. Right. One? Go back to, to uh, Freddy to 18. 18. What are you Jason doing? Freddy for Jason. I mean, step it up, my friend. Yeah. Freddy, you know, no wonder they burned you in a furnace. He has fallen yeah. down on the job. It's hard to even include him in this list. Uh, then we come to Leatherface. Bachelor number four. Da, 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 the da, da, Texas Chainsaw da. Series. Now, you're local here in Texas. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yes. Look out, Jeffy. He really knows this character. Really, uh, it's a little scary. Uh, Leatherface, of course, is a chainsaw guy. He massacres people with, with the chainsaw. chainsaw uh, really um, kind of just waves it around in most of the movies quite a bit. In mm-hmm. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, in 1974, he killed four people with that chainsaw. That's a really ugly mask. Because um, that's a mask of human skin, am I right? This is not actually your face. Yeah. You've taken a mask of human skin and put it on as a mask. All right. All right. That's nice work. Nice, uh, nice sewing there of the two pieces of the face. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's some excellent uh, work with the needle. Uh, 1986, the sequel, um, $8 million it only made. He only killed three people. $8 million? That's not good. What was the first one? What did the first uh, one make? $30 million. Okay. okay. So it went 30 to 8 To 8 Then uh, down to $5 million for Leatherface, don't Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. Why did they make another movie when I it made eight, went from, from 30 to 8 I, to, to 5 It's a great point. And by the way, um, we, we've uh, shown this trailer before. Texas Chainsaw oh, Massacre right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. It's one of the worst trailers worst of one. all time. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I love it, though. Oh it's gosh, so good. It's, it's, it's so awful. Were you consulted on this at all for the trailer? I mean, you no. can't just... Look, look, dude, you can't just do everything they ask you to do. you got to have some mm-hmm. artistic standards. You know. In fact, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the next generation, only two murders, but a grand a total box office gross, $185,000. <laughs> what? What? Yeah, no, not what? 185 million. 185,000. 185,000. The, the next generation? <laughs> yeah. 
Thanks, Generation. Wow. Apparently, uh, your son, not not too good. They okay. spent more than that on so sandwiches making the movie. <laughs> yeah, right. Very true. And in 2003, so so in 2003, they make uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. and They reboot it. And they reboot it. And they make $185,000 from it. No, that's the, that's oh. the next generation in the 90s, 1994. Oh, okay. 2003, the Texas Chainsaw they Massacre. They make another one. Yeah, they make another one. They reboot it. And that one makes... $107 million. Oh my gosh. What? Are you kidding me? Isn't that crazy? The first one, the first wow. one made 30 million, right? The first yes. one made 30 million. Yeah. So you're thinking, okay, maybe. And then it drops down to five. Yeah, it goes it 30 drops to 185,000. 30 million, 8 million, 5 million, 185,000. Hey, let's reboot it. It's time to pack it in. 107 million. 107 oh, those guys million have, dollars. You give them credit for taking, that, for taking that next yeah. step. Uh, and then uh, follows it up with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre New Beginning in 2006. Eight people killed, $51 million. All right, and still then, pretty oh, well. decent, though. Texas and Chainsaw Massacre 3D? 3D in 2013 makes $34 million. Jeez. So there are our, right. um, our uh, experts. And, uh, congr- first of all, let's give a good big hand to the panel. Uh, excellent uh, job putting all dressed up and murdering people. So here are the totals uh, for who is the uh, we'll biggest. Start, start at number four. Okay, we'll starting start at, at number, number four. four. Um, how are we going to, let's see. Okay, here we go. With, with an average kill per film of four, only 4.3 people. In their seven movies, they average $33 million. In last place. It's Leatherface from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Sorry, and that's just that doesn't cut it. Yeah, no, doesn't. You forgot to put gas in here. Coming in at number three, with uh, an average kill per film of four point eight. So just point five more, half a person more, uh, and forty three total people dead. Is Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger, number three. At number two, with 11.1 murdered per film and a box office average of 36 million, Michael Myers. In fact, that number gives two. us number one with 13.2 million people killed. Jason and a grand total Voorhees. Over 400 million in the box office. Jason Voorhees. 158 people dead. You murderous bastard. Congratulations, you're our number one horror icon of all time. On Halloween, that's how we celebrated here. Uh, and here's the trophy. Can you pass this over? Uh, try not to get blood on it. Oh, just because uh, of that, he gets the trophy? Yeah, he gets the trophy. Yeah, he gets the trophy. Yeah, Congratulations to Jason Voorhees, and sorry to all those campers who will die having sex because of it. Back with more in a moment. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. Happy Halloween! It is uh, the Patents Stew Halloween Extravaganza. Uh, we're going to get into a little bit of what Hollywood's doing this uh, Happy Halloween because there's something coming out. Uh, I guess it's open now, right? It's open today. Night Crawler is that? That's the uh, uh, Gyllenhaal. Yeah, is that Jake how you Gyllenhaal. Say it? Yes. Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been in anything in a long time that I can think of. He was in Brokeback Mountain. Mm-hmm. And then he went away until now. No, he had some other bad. stuff in there. Oh, I, oh, as my computer's uh, out of batteries, uh, so we, I can't look up his list. He's had a couple of other things. I can look it up. Should we look it up? I mean, this this is what happens to us. We get off on a tangent, and then we got to find out. And now another segment of typing on television. Yes. <laughs> Why don't you talk while I type? 
Pat Gray is now typing letters into the, his internet screen thingy, and those things will mm. g- bring up facts of other things. I mean, I was and, hoping it might be a oh, little more compelling. Oh, than that. Okay, I'm sorry. That's not you wanted me to describe <laughs> what you're not, doing. Not but, as exciting as I was kind of hoping you would do. But yeah, uh, now Jake Gyllenhaal is okay. I feel source like source code. That was pretty good. Okay, source well here's code. here's what he's done. Mm-hmm. All right, should we go over? Let's go over a little bit. Okay, we all remember October Sky. No, oh, yeah, he was really great. young. He was really young. I don't that was tremendous. Uh, that was 1999. Don't put words in my mouth. It was a good movie. What? Donnie Darko. October Sky? No, no, October no. Sky? You d- that was a classic. Where they fired the rocket? The rockets. The, the, the rocket boys. That was NASA. A, that was a good movie. No idea what you're movie. talking about. Okay. Uh, Donnie you Darko. America at all? <laughs> I've heard of Seriously. Donnie Darko, but I, I don't think I actually saw Donnie it. Darko. Yeah, I don't think I actually saw it. Then there was Bubble Boy, where, Did where not see he Bubble played Boy. Jimmy Livingston, and we can't forget that performance. <laughs> I, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. How about Lovely and Amazing? Oh yeah, who Never heard of it. can't forget that? I forgot. Uh, the go- the Good Girl. I don't know that. I don't know that. Then there was Highway. Don't know that. Then he did Moonlight Mile. Don't know that. Moonlight Mile I, is. No, I was, I'm thinking of the Green Mile, so it's, I don't know it. <laughs> uh, the Day After Tomorrow. Okay, that's where, yeah. that's where he starts off, right? Day like, After Tomorrow. The horrible global warming movie where he's running into a library oh, to run away right. from cold. that's right. He was the main yeah. guy in that. He was that. the main guy in that, yeah. So that's okay. where I feel Day like I, I, dis- I you know, discovered him from and my So you didn't discover him until 2004. Yeah, but, I have no uh, idea who he was. Jeffy and I knew him from October oh, Sky. Yeah, that was great. Uh, then, you have to see October. No, thank you. Then you go Brokeback Mountain. Jeffy? 2005. I love that movie. Yeah, I've never seen it. it was really- Seriously, you love that movie? I've never seen that movie. It's a story about love. Yeah, I know it was. The heart's broken. I know it was. Yes, it was. It was. However, I never have seen it. I haven't either. I have not seen Brokeback Mountain. Did you really like it? I did. Yeah, you did? I, a lot of people Honestly, did. Honestly, you did yeah, like it? I did. Okay. Uh, then we have uh, Proof, which I don't know. I don't know. Jarhead, which I remember seeing the previews of. But yes, I but did, did not, not see. see. Zodiac, saw previews, did I, not see. I actually wanted to see Zodiac, but I never pulled the trigger on it. Rendition, I don't know anything about. No. Nope. Then we come to Brothers. I, can we just stop now and just say, I don't think we're actually fans of this guy. We're not. Uh, no, okay, just, we just, not. I, I've never had an expressed dislike for him. No, However, I apparently am not interested in any of his work. No. I will say, I saw Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time. Not a great movie, but, it, you know, he, it, was okay. it was a good effort okay. on his part. <laughs> nice. Then you come to uh, Love and Other Drugs, which I did not I see. I did see Love and Other Drugs, uh, was which good? was okay. So how about Source Code? I've never yeah, seen it. I watched that on a plane once. Is it good? It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It was bad. okay. What is that about? It's a he... Oh, I saw this. Yes, too. Uh, Source it's code. a government program, computer chip. Run, uh-huh. you know, it's... Right, I think I did see it. It was, it was a, like a okay. sci-fi thriller yeah. type of thing. Super it was, forgettable. It was, I may have seen it and don't remember it. It was okay, I think. I think I it was know. okay. In fact, we might. Have, it, I believe that it was, now that I think about it, it may have been. What year was this? Uh, this was uh, 2011. Well, maybe not. I was thinking that maybe that was our flight from South Africa to no. film movie watching. But well, that wasn't it. I don't know. Did we, it might have been. Yeah, we might have. Uh, it might have been in 2011. We <laughs> went to this guy's so forgettable. You saw it on a plane together, and neither of you remembered. Well, well, we, we weren't actually together, together. on the flight. But, well, uh, obviously, he was in the back, and you were yes, in the front. Right. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> Oh, were you were you there too? I didn't think you came. No, I, thought I just you were, assumed I thought you were pregnant. I just assumed you have first class, you have coach, and then you have where you sit. <laughs> so you may have actually seen it on that flight because I think, I think was. that was 2011. Yeah. Then we have End of Watch, which I think is a police drama, right? Mm-hmm. That I did not did see. not see. Then Prisoners did not see. Enemy 
Did not see. Lucid Dreams. Did not see. The Making of Enemy, actually. Uh, and now we uh, we come to Nightcrawler. I mean, we do not know this guy's no. career no. at all. <laughs> at all. It's weird. I kind of thought he was a big star, but I honestly, too, after but that list, I do not think he is. Seen him in virtually nothing. Like, two movies, maybe? Yeah. We've seen of his? Two or three, yeah. Um, now, Nightcrawler does look pretty good, though. I mean, it, it looks, looks interesting. I don't know what it's about, but it looks interesting. Yeah, it, it feels a little bit like American Psycho-ish to me. It I don't does, know why. but I'm not sure that's what it is. Yeah. He's a journalist, right? And he seems to be creepy. Sort of, yeah. But we're, we're not sure why or what he does. Here's, take a look at the, at the trailer, see if you can figure it out. Excuse me, sir. I'm looking for a job. Thank you. I'm a hard worker. I set high goals. My motto is, if you want to win the lottery, you have to make the money to buy a ticket. So what do you say? I could start tomorrow, or even why not tonight? No. I'm not hiring. Look first! Go around! Get a shot inside the car! Hey, back away! I got it, I'm back, I'm back! Will this be on television? Morning news. If it bleeds, it leads. Are you currently hiring? I'm starting a TV news business. You, get back! I film breaking stories. Maybe you saw my item this morning. You were fatal carjacking. No, I mean, I don't have a TV. Do you have a cell phone? Yeah. Does that have GPS? Yeah. Congratulations, you're hired. <sighs> okay. We're taking the next right. Don't stupid! Beat the police. I will never ask you to do anything that I wouldn't do myself. Excuse me. I have something you'll be very excited about. You have a good eye. I want you to contact me when you have something. Something like this. Think of our newscast as a screaming woman running down the street with her throat cut. You will be seeing me again. In unit, residential 211. A home invasion. find the person that drove that car. Start filming. I'm Detective Fonieri. I think you withheld information. That would be a very unprofessional thing for me to do. It would be murder. I want what you promised me. I want something people can't turn away from. 911, what's your emergency? We want all of this. I think Lou is inspiring all of us to reach a little higher. Looks <laughs> <laughs> oh, pretty good. Yeah. I, you're not into it's that, Jeff? I don't know. Why? I don't know. It's rated R. I'm not going to be able to see it, but it looks interesting. It looks pretty interesting. I mean, it looks pretty intense. Yeah. Um, you know, it kind of seems like it's taking he's that anti-paparazzi sort of here. He's an aspiring here. journalist. He wants to get into the business. Nobody will hire him, so he does crazy things to try to get noticed, it seems like. Right? Yeah. Does he create news? Does he go out and hurt people yeah. to make news? There's that old Mr. Show sketch in which they uh, have decided to just start breaking the news themselves. So they're like, mm -hmm. you see them like lighting the fire, and then they're like, I'm down on a fire right now. <laughs> We're down right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of reminiscent it's kinda how they are. Yeah, you know? it's reminiscent of what they do in hurricanes yeah. and, and floods and whatever. I'll never forget when I first moved to Houston. I moved there right when uh, tropical storm. Uh, 
Uh, what was the tropical storm that ravaged Houston for about $20 billion in damage? Read, uh, uh, no, no, it was no, before the hurricane. 2001. Okay. Um, I don't remember. But no, I'm not remembering it right now. Anyway, it, it was, I mean, it was my first experience with the whole tropical storm hurricane thing in Houston. And so I wasn't used to it. So I was leaving the station at night. It was kind of late. And I'm, I'm driving uh, back to my uh, back to my ho- hotel, essentially, uh, the place where they were keeping me in corporate housing. And, and uh, I, I go by this corner where the news team is out. And Dominique Soxa, who is one of the really big uh, news babes in Houston, <laughs> is, is standing in water up to here at the corner where she could be on the sidewalk, which is almost dry ground. <laughs> but instead, she steps off the sidewalk and is kind of the drainage area. So it's up to about her knees, and she's doing the report from there. Mm. And I'm thinking, get up on the stupid sidewalk. You don't have to be in the middle of it. But that's what they do. They yep. And then there's the famous Fox News scene. Was it Fox? Where uh, the morning show? Where the morning show? Somebody is in a canoe and they're paddling, and then somebody <laughs> walks, walks by, by them. That's tremendous footage. <laughs> it's awesome. Tremendous footage. Tremendous. It's awesome. The same thing happened when uh, it was. I don't know. It was a few years ago when I lived in Pennsylvania. We lived one block away from the river, um, and they had uh, uh, Rita Cosby. From MSNBC, remember Rita oh, yeah. Cosby? Yeah. yeah, and she was on MSNBC, and she was there in my town or the next town over, and I could I knew the area where she was, like I knew the street where she was, and they kept showing shot after shot after shot of just flooding and destruction, and you know, and I'm like, oh my god, what's going on? Because we were away, we were doing something with Glenn <laughs> on the road, yeah, and I remember being panicked, like, it, now my house was up on a hill. So we you didn't consider think your ourselves house necessarily yeah, safe from the floods, but it yeah. looked so oh. bad. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, are we even safe? So trying to get my wife on the phone, can't get her on, can't get her on, can't get her on. Finally get her on. Uh, she had been totally fine. The house was totally fine. She had been out all day, go all around town, driving on Sun dry no roads flooding. all day. <laughs> now, there was one area right on the water that mm. the water, the, the flooding had come up and crossed the river a little bit. Yeah. And in that area is where Rita Cosby was in a boat. It's amazing. Uh, you know, uh, and acting like it was the worst thing in the world. Yeah. But, like, it was, you know, it was pretty bad in one very confined area. Two lots. You know, a couple, you know, a couple blocks. And that's it. Yeah. And uh, that's where they stayed. They do that. I mean, they just, news people. It's really bad. Do that. Uh, Rita Cosby went on to Fox, too. Did right? she? She went to Fox. I, I think, think she was on both. I don't remember yeah, which one came first. Triple eight seven two seven. Back. There's more Pat and Scoop coming up. We got uh, Dinesh D'Souza on the show today. Yeah. Plus, Jake was in uh, City Slickers. I was looking uh, early on. The, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, he was Billy Crystal's really? kid. Ah. In what? City Slickers. Triple eight seven two seven. Back. Pat and Stu, happy Halloween. Thank uh, you. We're kind of psyched. I'm not talking to you. Uh, everybody oh. but you. Happy Halloween. You? Just Halloween. Just Halloween. But whatever. Thank you. Uh, <coughs> we're kind of excited to have Dinesh D'Souza on the show, whose uh, who's conservative movie just hit number one on Amazon's documentary list. That's pretty cool. Um, America, imagine a world without her. Had a high, highly successful run in theaters. It grossed 14.4 million while rising to become the number six political documentary of all time. It's not easy to get a documentary to do really well at the no. box office. I mean, that's that's difficult. Yeah, uh, and both his have been great. And Dinesh, maybe you can comment on this. I mean, that's kind of a 
It's kind of a sign of how engaged our populace is, right? I mean, the fact that it's diff- it's easy to get some schlocky comedy or some awful slasher film mm-hmm. to be number one at the box office, but to get a political documentary anywhere, you have to be essentially you. You seem to be the only one doing it these days. Well, I mean, I'm I'm actually happy to tell you guys that the uh, the America film, uh, which has just been out two days um, in uh, DVD. Is, is actually not the number one documentary. It's the number one film on Amazon of all movies. Oh, so wow, we're right. ahead of Disney's wow. Frozen and Maleficent. And so it's <laughs> is really, it really? cool. We're, yeah, we're, we're the number one documentary uh, on Amazon, period. Wow. wow. That's, so that's the number one movie, period, on Amazon right now. Exactly. Even over and Frozen. That's you know, I think I think what it says is that uh, there actually is a hunger out there for information. Now, a lot of mm-hmm. guys who like my movies prefer to watch that kind of film at home than they do to go to the theater. So we did well yeah. in the theater. Uh, America came out at the number six most successful documentary. And, you know, it's kind of cool because if you look at the top ten documentaries uh, in the theater, uh, Michael Moore has five of them. But he's made almost Jeez. 20 movies. Uh, I've made two movies, and I've got number two and number six. Yeah, that's <laughs> this is awesome. That's, that's awesome. That is awesome. Uh, I've noticed too. Uh, it's also on demand on uh, on on my FiOS system, and probably other systems uh, all over the country. So, you know, you can get it that way as well. I mean, it's it's a huge, big success. So, congratulations for that. And the movie itself you. really takes on a lot of arguments that uh, have been out there for a long time. Yeah, I um, loved it. You had a, we had a couple examples, Pat, and and you kind of go through this this situation where you have these same fights with the same people over mm-hmm. the same topics over and over and over again, and it's hard to to cut through. And that's what what America does. It's a it's a great way to kind of cut through that argument and lay it out really well. America is a big terrorist nation. America stole all of its land from Mexico and the Indians, mm-hmm. and you take on all that kind of stuff and and a lot more. Tell us a little bit about some of the things you take on. You know, I I started out to make a movie that was just about the present, about politics today. Uh, And I wanted to expose this kind of progressive, I call it the shakedown operation, in which they basically put the, you know, the hardworking citizen against the wall. They say, listen, turn over all your money. Uh, And the citizen goes, why? And then they say, well, because it's not your money. Uh, You know, Hillary Clinton was the most recent example of this. You know, corporations and businesses don't create jobs, evidently. Well, who does? Um, So the point here is that I realize that in order to settle this progressive argument that the wealth of America is somehow the product of theft or oppression or plunder or murder, I have to go back into history and I've got to see whether it's really true. Did, did we steal the land from the Indians? Did we, did we rob 200 years of the labor of African Americans? What about the Mexican War? Mm-hmm. So in this movie, we, we do uh, drop into episodes of the past, but it's only to illuminate the present. Hmm, really interesting. And I, I'm being told, I mean, it is Halloween. I'm being told that the movie is a horror film. Can you explain what, what this means? <laughs> well, it, no, no. Uh, you know, my last film, 2016, was genuinely a horror film with a, with a, a very scary character as, <laughs> as the main guy uh, who lives at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. So that's the perfect film to play for Halloween, much scarier than any of the Halloween movies. Now, the America film is actually better for the election because yeah. it is actually a motivational film. You watch that film, people were on their feet, they were crying, they were applauding. So it fires you up to want to do more for America, and it's going to get people out to the, to the ballot box if they watch this film. It also, uh, Dinesh, I, I think it, it's, it's really great at giving you uh, really reasonable, logical arguments 
to uh, combat people who will say all of the things that you bring up in the movie, and then you can have the facts with which to fight those uh, battles and and defend America, and and the fact that we ha we have the land that we do and we are the nation that we are. You know, one of the things that, that you hear from extremists who um, who believe in illegal immigration is that that's their land anyway. That's Mexico's land anyway. Uh, when the fact is, you know, Mexico had all that land for literally 15 years. Before that, Spain had it for 300. So whose <laughs> land is it really? And and we fought a war over it with uh, with with Mexico. Paid them $15 million after we defeated them. And then gave them all their land back, all the way from Mexico City to the border. So, I mean, if, if you want to cancel the Treaty of Guadalupe, which you, you, you speak of, then, then Mexico doesn't get that land. We get Mexico. Well, I think the, uh, you know, the remarkable thing, too, is that many people don't realize that when the land was taken from Mexico in a war, as you say, nevertheless... In a very rare uh, episode of American history, all the people who ended up on the American side, all the Mexicans, were not only, they, they kept their land, and moreover, they were all made American citizens. Mm -hmm. uh, as far as I know, not a single one of their descendants has been trying since then to illegally cross back into Mexico, to go back, <laughs> if you will, to the home country. No trend of that happening. In fact, no. the trend is all in the opposite direction. So the, these historical arguments are used by the left as a bludgeon yeah. uh, on the campuses. One of the things we want to do is take this America film to young people, uh, not only in the colleges, but also in the high schools, because it's a very uh, necessary antidote to progressive propaganda. Um, Dinesh, I consider you more of a, a philosophy guy than a, a horse race guy, you know, you, you know and, and that's uh, meant certainly as a compliment. But we're just a few days away from the election. So what do you think, what do you see going on here in the election? Do Republicans take the Senate? And how much does it matter? I, I get so disappointed in the way Republicans actually conduct themselves in office. Does it matter? Well, first of all, it, it definitely does matter. Right now, the timidity and um, uh, almost pusillanimity, the pure cowardice of the Republicans, is partly attributed to the fact that Republicans control just one half of one branch of government. Uh, and so uh, part of what energizes our team is to win some more. And so taking the Senate is very important psychologically. I think it will boost not only the Republicans in the Senate. Of course, it will get rid of Obama's uh, corrupt consigliere, uh, Harry Reid. Uh, mm -hmm. But I think it will even energize the Republicans in the House. Uh, and the net effect of it, look, my hope is that the, we will have an energized Congress that will essentially impose a two-year political quarantine on Obama for the rest of his term. <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> Um, Dinesh, last time we talked to you on, on radio, um, you were just about to uh, find out when you were going to start serving, and you'd just been sentenced, I think. And, and uh, so since then, you have seen the judge, and you found out what your confinement is all about. What, tell, give us the details on what's going on there. So my confinement, you know, I, I teach English for eight hours a week, kind of one day a week to uh, newly naturalized American citizens. I teach um, a bunch of different classes, but they range from elementary to intermediate to advanced. Uh, and look, I think what I'm going to get out of this is I'm going to be able to figure out, at least to some degree, how we as conservatives and as Republicans can make better inroads into the Hispanic vote. Mm. Uh, I wow, also good. do some psychological counseling uh, to apparently help me to delve into myself 
myself and discover uh, my own issues. <laughs> so far, I've discovered I'm kind of a bottomless pit, so I'm, I'm going to keep looking. Uh, and then I sleep overnight in this community confinement center with 120 other guys who have apparently served prison terms and are on their way back to society. So I have very interesting company. Um, I, uh, I'm learning some new urban vocabulary. Nice. I'm developing some major street cred. And don't be surprised if I release my first rap album pretty soon. Nice. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I'm guessing there's not too many others who who have, are in there for uh, for uh, campaign finance uh, problems. Yeah, I was talking to one guy, and you know, I was trying to explain <laughs> to him what I did. I said, "Well, you know, I exceeded the campaign finance limit. I gave twenty thousand bucks." And he's listening, and he goes, "You know," and, and, and then you shot somebody, and I'm like, "No." no. So anyway, no. Uh, I think my my conviction is 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 a mystery to the rest of my inmates. <laughs> Can you talk They're to very me? puzzled by me. Can you talk a little bit, of Dinesh, about what the actual campaign finance law because to me it seems Stupid. so anti-american and so anti-constitution to have a, a rule that would limit your political speech by it's totally a back door i mean this is a first mm-hmm. amendment issue to me and i cannot understand how it's possibly constitutional to put someone in jail for expressing their political uh, uh, opinion with the money they earned Well, you know, think about two guys. Think about a Republican who has a job and is really busy, and then think about a Democrat who's idle and doing nothing. So let's take kind of a realistic example. Now, the Republican, (laughs) because he's working, doesn't have time, and so he wants to give money. The Democrat's doing absolutely nothing and can devote 16 hours a day to community organizing and, and, Mm -hmm. and, and canvassing. There's no limit on one donating one's time, whereas there is a limit on on an equivalent guy donating his hard-earned money, which it takes him time to earn. So there's there's a certain kind of, uh, I would say, uh, inequity or even lunacy uh, behind these laws. I, I know what they're trying to do, but I think there must, there's got to be better ways to, to design them. Well, but, I mean, this is, the First Amendment exists, not you know, it's not necessarily like a porn amendment. This is an amendment so that people can feel free to express their political opinions. I mean, that was the most important thing, really, that you, you talked about in there, among mm-hmm. others, that are many important, or very important. Now, you're but touching I, I, on something, yeah, this is very important, that the First Amendment is, does not exist to protect pornography or nude dancing. Its real goal was to protect political speech. So this is the very type of speech that the campaign finance laws, in a sense, are targeting. Hmm. It's, 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 really, it's really a disturbing one to me, because I mean, this is the most basic thing we're supposed to do. Here we do have a society that is not engaged enough in these issues, and when we find people who want to be really engaged in them, we tell them they can't spend their own money doing it. Yeah, I mean, crazy. it really is a bizarre thing. It's crazy. Well, I, I love the movie, Dinesh, and it's, it's out now, and includes over 40 minutes of additional food footage, too, which is, uh, which is pretty exciting, so it'll be fun to see it all over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dinesh D'Souza, America, imagine the world without her. Uh, awesome movie. And can we put you on the spot, Dinesh, and see, do the Republicans take the Senate? I, I, it's not my area of expertise, but I certainly hope they do. Okay. All right. Well, me too. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. Thanks, Dinesh. 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 Book, uh, the uh, movie's on Amazon. Obviously, go get it there and keep them number one. Yep. Uh, 888-727-BECK is the phone number. Back with more in just a second. Obviously, prison has affected him. <laughs> it's the hilarious. The doesn't, uh, isn't for a porn and uh, pole dancer. <laughs> well, for no, you I, it is, I, Jeffy. Obviously, that's what it, uh, everything means to, to you. you. You know, All the amendments lead to porn mm-hmm. for you.
Recently uncovered in an archaeological dig was a new film uh, mm. that shines some new light on the subject of Ebola. Oh, Watch. Wow. Okay. Mm. <laughs> oh. oh, hello. We all know about the deadly effects of the Ebola virus. But the mainstream media and leading medical professionals aren't talking about the many wonderful positive benefits of the Ebola virus. That's why I wanted to take a few minutes to separate the fact from fiction on this terrible but wonderful condition with this delightful, informative video. Revised Scholastic Films presents the truth behind the Ebola virus. The Ebola virus is a minor sickness that was first discovered on the continent of Africa. You may have heard rumors that Ebola may lead to bleeding from your eyes, the melting of your internal organs, and or unavoidable death preceded by weeks of excruciating pain. This couldn't be more untrue. Many anonymous U.S. scientists have compared its severity to such ailments as an irritated throat, minor acne, poison ivy, or the common cold. Besides, there is absolutely no chance of Ebola ever leaving the African continent. Except, of course, for the totally confined cases in Canada. But not to worry, the Canadian government has closed the infected cities due to a completely unrelated problem. Perhaps the emission standards of their automobiles. Wow, it sure looks cold out in Hamilton, Canada today. Little Joey must be freezing. He's just in his underwear and t-shirt outside in the snow. Wait a minute, is Joey sweating? He sure is, because of one of the unsung benefits of the Ebola virus. Yes, the wildly powerful fever keeps Joey warm all winter long. Or for at least 7 to 14 more days. Say hello to Mary. She has the Ebola virus and loves it. Why? Well, have you ever heard motivational speakers talk of living every day like it was the last day of your life? The Ebola virus allows Mary to practice this. Look here, it's Paula, who is lucky enough to have the Ebola virus and live inside this fancy plastic bubble. What's that you say? It seems that Paula is trying to write a message to us on the plastic with the red ink that is apparently shooting from her ears. What a trickster. Let's see what the message reads. H E L P Hmm. What does that stand for? Oh, I know. Hi, Ebola loves Paula. How creative. And if you get Ebola, do not panic. Look here, as a citizen is treated for Ebola in a military quarantine area, the treatment is a simple painless shock to the skull by high-tech medical devices that may seem to look a lot like machine guns, but definitely are not. However, there is one side effect of Ebola. Yes, bad grip. So don't forget, if you are infected, simply take one of the new government-issued Ebola breath mints, which are flavored with the Retson substitute cyanide. And that's the truth behind the Ebola virus. <laughs> well, hello once more. Now that you're educated, you are better prepared to thoroughly enjoy your new disease for the next couple of hours or so because you're going to be dead soon which is great because you don't want to live through the coming apocalypse anyway go forth and live every minute like it is your last because it is good night